0: His son, Mr. Niall Campbell, was in France for Easter, but came home when he heard of his father's serious condition. Having been told by a friend that Lord Archibald, before going to Inverary, was heard to say that he felt he would not come back, and to express certain wishes which were to be carried out after his death. I wrote to Mr. Niall Campbell, who very kindly sent me a description of all the arrangements he had made for the funeral and asked me to keep myself free to dine with him at the bachelor's club one evening on his return, so that he might tell me all his news. I dined with Mr. Campbell, who had now become Duke of Argyle, at his club on May 28, 1914, and mentioned what I had been told about his father. He replied that he was glad to have my information, since it explained something which had been puzzling him. I then went on to mention some of the stories which I had read in West of Scotland newspapers. There was a tale about ravens which came down from the glens and were seen hovering about in Vereri while his father was passing. It was said that this always happened when the chief, or anybody closely related to him, was about to die. Mr. Campbell said that he believed that the story was true, but that they did not take much notice of the ravens. However, he then told me that the galley had appeared on Loch Fyne. When I asked him to explain what this was, he told me that the galley was a little ship, like the one in their arms, and that when the chief, or one near to him, was dying, it appeared on Loch Fyne with three people on board, one of whom is supposed to be a saint connected with St Columba. When his father was dying, the galley was seen to pass silently at the loch, and to come to land at a particular point. It then passed over land, and finally disappeared at the site of a holy place associated with St. Columba, and given to the church by the forebears of the Campbells. A great many people saw it on the occasion of his father's passing, including a foreigner, that is to say one who was not a Campbell or even a Highlander, but a Saxon. When the galley was seen to pass over the land, this man called out, Look at that funny airship! Part 2 In August 1914, I was staying at Inverary, arriving there after luncheon on the 18th. That afternoon, when tea was served in the library, there were present the Duke, his sister Lady Elspeth, the Bishop of Argyll and the Isles, the Chamberlain of Argyll and his wife, Mr. Samuel Gurney, and myself. I remember we were all sitting having tea round a big table, when presently I heard a tremendous noise at my side, like the banging of books. It was as though a whole shelf full of books had been taken out and thrown violently onto the floor of the open gallery which runs round the library. I looked up, but said nothing. In fact, no one uttered a word. But I noticed that the Duke and his sister exchanged glances and then looked at me. I had the impression that no one else in the room had heard anything. After tea, the Duke spoke to his sister, and then took me into his private room. He said to me, "'You heard a noise while we were at tea. My sister and I saw that you had heard it, and that no one else did.' He went on to tell me that that side of the castle was haunted, and that that particular noise had been heard there for many years.' On one Sunday evening, when he was working in the library, it went on for an hour. My sister, he said, will tell you all about it. Next day, when Lady Elspeth was out walking with me, she told me the story. She was good enough to say that she and her brother regarded me as quite one of the elect, since I was the only person beside themselves who had heard the noise. She had been expecting to hear it, because when she went into the library before tea, she saw the old man. This was the ghost of the Harper, who was hanged at Invernary by Montrose's men, when they came up the Glen in pursuit of the great Marquis of Argyle. The Harper always appears in the Campbell-Tartan, and is a harmless little old thing. She generally both sees and hears him, but the Duke only hears the noise. The story struck me as strange, because the present castle is comparatively new, having been built in 1750, and not on the site of the previous building. Probably the poor old man appears on the spot where the tree grew on where he was hanged. Lady Elspeth went on to say that when we had gone in to tea, she had distinctly seen the little man standing in the gallery.